Our U.S. Constitution is amazing. It's full of what's called negative rights, designed to protect us from the corrupt powers of a dictatorship. Like our right to worship our own God, not some official state religion. Our right to prevent the government from seizing our property without paying fair market value for it. Or our right to be tried by a jury of our peers, people like us, not by some star tribunal. And that's why America has become the richest, most just society in the world. Other countries force so-called positive rights onto their citizens. These enable one group to take from another group their free speech, money, and choice by using government force. Socialists love wielding this power over people. Sometimes we take our freedoms for granted, but we can lose our Bill of Rights and our Constitution and become like Venezuela or North Korea, failed, brutal socialist regimes. We need your help to spread the good news about our amazing U.S. Constitution. Help us take back America. Go to OurAmericanRights.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radio Law Talk. Dot com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. If you want to call in, you know what? There's a cute little squirrel that just stood up on my window <laughs> next to me. And, of course, you know? the, if Fred is just like a, a can you tell little I'm puppy. ADD. Like... Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> can you tell I have ADD? <laughs> I'm sitting there to start the show, and a squirrel's outside my little window here. And he stands up. He's so cute. He's got a little. He's look at him. See him, Denise. He's chewing on a little a nut or you got something. An acorn or it's something an acorn there, yeah. from oh, the yeah. acorn. Oh, he's pretty See good him? sized. Okay, as, as cute as that is, nothing is Does, as humorous as the video making its way around YouTube right now, where a lady goes in and there's a raccoon in her Christmas tree. Have you seen this? Uh, it's called Christmas Vacation. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is a true story, an actual live-action video oh. where she goes in and she thinks it's a cat, and her dog is sitting there just going nuts like that, you know. And then the at the last scene of the video, <laughs> the, the raccoon climbs up the tree and jumps over to the chandelier light fixture, oh, swinging nice. back and forth. It's hilarious. You well, see. is this as good as this cute little? But you know what? Do you think he has COVID? Can you post him on TikTok or something? You know, I'm going to try to take yeah, a picture. Yeah, get a picture gonna, of him or something. I'm going to get a picture. All right, I'll take over. Hold on. <laughs> All right. You take over. Well, Welcome give to him Radio the Law Talk. Give him the 855 <laughs> stuff. All right. You guys are joining Radio Law Talk, and you can ah. call us at 1-855-529-723. That is 855-LAW-RADIO. You can also tweet us at Radio Law Talk or hashtag us at Radio Law Talk Very as good. well. Oh, who cares about all that raw-raw? So, raw right. keep... He's got a squirrel. I'm trying to squirrel. He won't focus in on him. What's going oh, on you're here? You're shooting through the blinds. Try to move the blinds. Oh, I'm trying to. I, mean, I think he'll get scared, though. Your camera sees the blinds. He goes, hey, what's going okay, on? Okay, hold on, man. What's, what do you mean? What's... Oh, there he is. Oh, there that's is. a good one. Okay. Did you see the one where the... Um... I'm going to tweet it out. The, He's famous. The squirrel gets on the uh, the, the bird feeder thing that goes bird right feeder. around. And then another guy made an obstacle course for squirrels. Did you see this one? I That's did. also hilarious. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I love that Fred likes squirrels so much because you know they're one of the most destructive animals in northern. No, California. they eat them. When I grew up as a kid, they eat them. Don't forget, I grew up yeah. in the country. Hey, you know what? We are so happy to have. I don't know if you want to be here anymore. W D E L. Change their mind now. Change their mind. <laughs> click click. Uh, Eleven fifty a.m. and one o one. 
101.7 FM, uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Thank you for joining us. You are our newest affiliate. There are so many new affiliates. We're growing leaps and bounds. Thank you. Thank you. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. <gasps> we're not giving legal advice, but you can use our name if you want around the Christmas uh, dinner table when the in-laws try to bring something up when they say they say. You could say Radio Law Talk says. And we're going to talk this hour about a few interesting things. Freedom of religion, the COVID-19 versus freedom of religion argument. We're going to discuss that. And if you want to call in and talk about that, 855-LAW-RADIO, 529-7234 is the number. Uh, And then we're going to talk about the U.S. Supreme Court overturning uh, military courts, rape cases. We're going to discuss that. L.A. restaurants get a win. Uh, We're going to talk about Major League Baseball suing insurance companies and why NFL players being sued and why. And we're going to talk about NCAA lawsuits about scholarships that's going all the way up to the highest courts about whether or not college students should start getting money and endorsements, et cetera, et cetera, or something. Collecting off of their own persona, too, right? Yeah, and what were you saying? Their own image, their own name, their their own picture. Some like the, I don't know if it's the Michigan or Ohio State, some of these, LSU or Alabama, some of these colleges are making 100 to $150 million off their football program and these kids, and yet they, they don't. They don't get hardly anything. The kids don't. They they don't. They maybe get educational benefits, but yeah, that's it. They get well, a dorm. They get, they get their own food. They get tutors. They me, get. You yeah, know, but let yeah, me tell yeah. you this, Cal. I've as, it's one, not the high as life. one that's been around. It's it, not the high life. I know. It's, yeah. It it they don't. It, it's they struggle. They struggle. Uh, um, generally speaking, so that's I'm kind of a proponent of look. You got to give them something a little more. They're making you 150 million dollars. Uh, maybe you can help out. And then, but the most important thing we do, hour number two, is case or no case, and I am killing everybody. Cal, roll it. <laughs> right, here we go. Now it's time okay, to play case or no case. I just want one game, so that's what's All right. Jerry Janarius Roland, her name was Janarius, but her friends called her Jerry Roland, was a cat lady. Okay. Her affectation for cats started out innocently enough. First one kitty, then two, then four, then 20, then a smelly houseful. Jerry Rowland was 68 years of old when she caught a bug and perished right there in her stinky old house. And man, did it smell. Uh-oh. Uh, they, she was discovered Before when or it, after she died? Well, uh, yes. That's Both? what happened. A neighbor looked through the window and saw a horrible sight, cats feasting on Jerry Rowland oh. because she had passed. And but they said, oh, boy, did it smell. And so, the, as she died, a neighbor called a lawyer because they heard that Ms. Rowland was well-to-do, one of those secret millionaires, and they wanted to see if they could get a piece of her estate because of the damage she did to their property values in Detroit. The neighbor, the neighborhood was not aging well, and this Brightwell, Brightwell family thought they might be able to make some money because of the smelly and decrepit home of Ms. Rowland, and the ter- deteriorating Detroit neighborhood had rendered their house almost useless, worthless. I ask you, Fred, your first case or no, no case? I'm, oh, no, I'm, it's Denise. It should be oh, me. Oh, Denise. sorry, Denise, sorry. Kate, you first. Go ahead, my bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, cat, the cats win. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Well, they're still alive, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they're they're full. <laughs> well fed, everything's good. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if Todd was here, I, I would expect that. But Denise, not from you. That's pretty good. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Uh, yeah, darn it. Todd would have appreciated that. Yes, I'm sure. Okay, so they're going to sue her estate because of the property damage they suffer uh, or the diminished value of Correct. their diminished home. Correct, diminished value, right, right. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to say she left her entire estate to the cats, and so they ended up having to sue the cats. <laughs> Very you know, this oh, is that's such really a funny nice of them to thing. eat her while they yeah. gave, left well, her all the money. They're just cats being cats. You can't blame that. You, oh, can't blame that. you know what? I'm just going to have to be consistent. No case. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but what say you? So the neighbors sued in Detroit saying they diminished the value of their house because this lady... Um, um, it, it was the appearance, a, the smell, well, everything, so it was just yes. awful. Yeah, people come in the neighborhood and they go, "Whew, what's that?" You know. Well, generally speaking, they can sue for that, and that is something that is logical and they could do. But I think this is a, a news story that Cal saw, and <laughs> and decided to say, "You know what? I'm going to have the neighbors sue because of the cats eating the the their." Uh, I wonder if Todd's cat's going to eat him if he if something ever happens. <laughs> well, they, to him. I think they I'll might guarantee pass. You they would. <laughs> <laughs> that was too smelly. I'm going to say, uh, Cal, you're trying to trick us, and this is an interesting no, story that actually that. happened, but it is not a case. It is just a story. Do you think, so, uh, you Cal, think you I, have a chance to earn points there. If you... I do, because you both agreed on yeah. one thing, which means if I skunk you both. Hmm. Oh, skunk or caddis? Well, yes. You, well, same smelling difference, apparently. Okay. So now, those of you who say this was not a case, all I can say is, Congratulations. Yes, I do. <laughs> Cal tried to trick us. All right. Tell us, was it a scenario? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, there was a news story in New Jersey where there was one of those cat la- these horrible scenarios where just so many oh. cats and you know, it was awful. And she really did pass away. Yeah, it, and you know, it's oh. it can be kind of gross, but uh, anyway, I just thought it was you know, it's interesting how people get caught up in something like that. You know, one kitty, and then that. You know, then two, then three. Though. But it's you know like why? This nuclear growth because they can't get rid of them. Yeah. No, it's not because of that. It's because it, oh, this is kind of gross. Um, cats have a parasite in their feces, and yeah. when it gets into the human, it gets into their brain, uh-huh. and it also gets into mice and stuff, cool. and you become to where ah. you love the cat. Totally. Forget you become law to talk. where you love the cat. We're not doing law talk <laughs> and, and here. You turn this into is, a cat. This is cat talk. <laughs> this is Science Saturday. Like science it. Saturday. By a bunch of lawyers who don't know what the tick crap they're talking about. By the way, don't, <laughs> don't, say quote that that, don't quote that in science class. Yes, but. please don't <laughs> No, it's, it's, I, I heard it on NPR. I'm it's sure real. it's real then. Well, sure. we know it had a political spin <laughs> on it. No, it's a joke. All <laughs> i got to say is I, I heard it on TikTok, so it's got to be true. We'll be back. Hold on. We're going to talk about religious freedom. Which is a big event, so lots of interesting things still coming up right here on Radio Law Talk with Fred and Denise. Don't go away. They'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. 
This is Frederick Penny, Todd Kunin, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com, and we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick whack them, spruce her up, just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was asked a quick whack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick whack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road and come visit the dock. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. Todd has kitty. What does Todd's cat see? You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. There's so many lawsuits going on with COVID-19 that it, you can't keep up with them. But one that's been interesting is the religious, you know, First Amendment religious rights with COVID-19, the rights of governors 
uh, being able to use executive orders or emergency orders to do what is basically they feel is best for their, their state. And uh, so far, generally speaking, at the beginning of this uh, COVID-19 and the lockdowns, I'm going to call them because they're not all lockdowns, but, you know, the, all that. Let's just say the restrictions. Restrictions, yeah. restrictions yeah, yeah, yeah. lockdowns, whatever. Um, in California, a lawsuit, uh, a, a Jewish synagogue sued governor. Was it? Who was it? New York. No, 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 no. That's no, no, that, oh, not, not yet. Oh, okay. Back about in March, April, at the very beginning, they sued California. Yeah. And it went to the Supreme Court and California won. So that's right. that's the setup, okay? And that's why I'm setting this up. And Denise is right. And, and that was a restriction on the size of people that could be in and limiting it to yeah. um, directly related to the size of the building. Yeah, something to yeah. that effect. So, yeah. And, and, and don't forget, this is when COVID kind of first started. Now it's coming to the end of, not the end of COVID, but it's been anywhere from, it depends when you want to say it first started, COVID first started. But I'm going to say 11 months, 9 to 11 months. Let's say 10. It's been 10. March really, yeah, March is really when Well, we'll it kind of started, started February talking about it. Or last March. year. Yeah, might have right. started last yeah. year. Yeah, so let, let's say 10, 11 months. Okay. And the argument now becomes, um, okay, there's two arguments. Number one, you got the First Amendment right of religions, uh, and then we're going to get into that on this New York issue. And then the, uh, compared to the the rights of the governor, Governor Cuomo, in this in this situation, to go ahead and limit the amount of people in uh, Jewish synagogues and uh, Catholic diocese. Now, there's two main arguments. Now, there's more than that, but don't call me. Oh, there's this argument. But the, there's two. Number one, there's the it's not being fair how it's administered. Some are getting more than others, uh, allowing more than others. And second of all that this executive orders or emergency powers of governors, is it lasting too long? So what it really is, it's a legislative, the argument is it's a legislative um, function to to do what the governors are doing. It's a balance of powers argument, basically. That's exactly basically, right. right. And yeah, so, yeah. so the argument becomes, okay, it's been 11 months. You need to go through the proper legislation, legislative uh, department uh, uh, to, to get whatever you want passed, passed, right? And Assemblyman Jim Gallagher made the same kind of argument in California. That's exactly and, right. And, and a he judge won. upheld that. Yes. And they, yeah. well, the lower courts upheld it. Right. And now the appellate courts have put it in neutral. They haven't lost, but they said, no, you're not going to, because that judge said, Governor Newsom, you cannot make these executive orders anymore. And then the appellate court put it, said, no, he can, but we're going to, we're not saying he can, but we're putting that in neutral at this point. So that's going through the courts, okay? Um, so those are arguments. But now in recently in New York, in November around Thanksgiving time, we have a Jewish synagogue and a New York a Catholic diocese out of Brooklyn, Denise. What is going on there? What did they sue about? And, and what did the court generally say? Okay, so you kind of have to talk factually because the right. facts are very important. That's exactly in this. right. In, in New York, um, during this high time of COVID, they had a system of telling like what tier of COVID they were in, how bad it was. And the, the restriction was if they were in the orange tier, which was the worst, then certain churches uh, were – like restricted to only having 25 people in their church. And it didn't relate to the size of the church or the population in the church. It related literally to 
all churches can only have 25 people. An max. arbitrary decision, it seems. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was unduly restrictive is, is really what it was because in California, how Californians had gotten by was theirs was for all of the different things, churches and restaurants and everything, and they had to be at a 25% capacity, right? So they limited it to capacity in the building versus this is a straight limitation no matter what your capacity of your building is. A one-size-fits-all. Right, exactly. So this, there was that distinction. Um, I think that's a really important distinction. And, and then the disparate treatment. In California, there was no disparate. They were doing it for restaurants, for for a uh, religious Walmart. place, for Walmart, for, you know, every place was the same, 25% capacity. Whereas in New York, it was limited to these churches. And so, of course, the Roman Catholic Church and the Orthodox Jewish Church challenged it. And the interesting thing is they won. And the court said, look, we agree there's a compelling interest because COVID is a compelling interest. Right. It's a compelling state interest. There's two-step right? process. It's a two-step yeah, process. Yeah, two-step. Two but... The second part is because it impacts the religious freedoms that are protected by the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. Those restrictions have to be so narrowly tailored that it really has a less impact on the First Amendment rights. And they found it was not narrowly tailored. And then, of course, after this decision comes down, Governor Cuomo, I have to laugh at it because I think it's funny. He said, well, it's moot because... Those areas are not in orange anymore. Yeah, he switched them. He switched them. Yeah, he changed it before the well, court came them, down. But they, the COVID came down, so it went into a different tier. Uh, kind of, kind of. There's arguments <laughs> that they he did or didn't, but but the answer is no. He it, it got changed right before and things uh, so cleared kind of, up. He weaseled his way out of it, you could say, if yeah, you were cri yeah. being critical. I would never say that, yeah. but and somebody I, could. Yeah. The people that are uh, some of the people that review this decision make it a political one. Or try to say, you know, this is a science versus anti-science case and stuff. And personally, I see it. I don't see it as being political. I see the distinction that this Supreme Court was trying to make here. And I, and I think that it's a good distinction. And it's also based on science. And so I sent you guys, just so you know, I sent you guys the information on that parasite that gets in people's brains. Cats, yeah. So you could read it, that it's really, really science. I'll put it on our, I'll put it on our website. <laughs> I, I by the way, Denise, one argument is, by the way, mm -hmm. which we haven't had time. We might get into the next uh, segment. How long, Denise, do the governors have That's to it. continue to do this without going through the proper legislative process? My opinion, my opinion is it's getting close we're getting close to, we don't, this is not a dictatorship, you know, we're getting close to, it's time for the legislator and the legislator might agree with them. That's fine. That's the process. You know, I know the judge, the, the kind of lo local yeah. judge that made that decision at the lower court. And I am interested to find out how that's going to progress. Yeah, we are. We'll if be the back. legislature sure. decides to get the constitution changed to put a limitation on those powers, then they need to do that. That's right. their job, right? All right. Join us next half hour. We'll be back. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming up. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB-accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. 
No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. HealthWarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. That's 800-734-1229. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112, 800-493-6112, 800-493-6112, that's 800-493-6112. That is Armadillo. Stop whining. This is Radio Law Talk. So about a week and a half ago, you know, there's a lot going on with COVID-19. The, the lawsuits, we could never uh, at Radio Law Talk handle all the lawsuits, reading them from uh, COVID-19 and what's going on. And and let's let's all agree to one thing, and that is this is severely affecting businesses. And I'm going to say especially the restaurant businesses. Um, and I'm not saying what's right or wrong or how it's right or wrong, but it, there's no doubt, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, the restaurant businesses and those other entertainment businesses are, are dr- being dramatically uh, affected. You know, luckily, I mean, not luckily, but usually the restaurant businesses are usually, generally speaking, you know, smaller mon pa businesses. Now, Los Angeles County alone, Los Angeles County, Cal, I don't know if you know this, don't look it up. Yeah. How many restaurants are in Los Angeles County. I would guess over 25,000, somewhere between 25 and 50. That's Close. my guess. 30,000 restaurants wow. in LA County. That is a lot of restaurants, a lot of mom and pa's, a lot of people that are affected. You figure a restaurant, you know, a mom and pa, even the mom and pa's are going to have, you know, 10 employees, including themselves, you know, or or five or ten. So you're talking... I mean, you've got wait staff, you've got front-end staff, you've got cooking staff. I mean, right. it's, it's a very labor-intensive business to be in, I yes. would think. Yeah. We're talking hundreds of thousands, if not million, over a million people affected uh, uh, by this. So the issue is, this is about a week and a half ago, uh, during the Thanksgiving holiday, uh, a California judge issued a ruling, so it was a week ago Tuesday, so... A week ago, this last Tuesday, so about 12 days ago, 11 days ago, um, that Los Angeles County uh, uh, acted uh, saying that they bound all outdoor dining um, 
and the, the California judge held that this was arbitrary and was not backed by science and overturned it. So the restaurant, uh, and this was brought by the California Restaurant Association, uh, he said it's not grounded in science, evidence, or logic. Don't forget the argument is for the restaurants is, how is it that a restaurant is more conducive, and I'm gonna, I know what the argument's, I'm going to tell you what their argument is, the, the government, is more conducive than going into Walmart or going to Home Depot and getting stuff. And, and their argument is, well, it's not, but you sit down and when you eat, you take your mask off. And that's what their argument is. And and the uh, saliva and all of that, the breathing in close proximity to people right. at the same table, a wait staff person you don't know that doesn't live in your house. And the food's there. I mean, and yeah. you're eating food yeah. and, yeah. you know, yeah. that's what all of that say. stuff happens. And they've got all kinds of ideas of how it may. But, it, again, it's speculative, I think. It is. Well, yeah. it I, is. I think it it's scientific on the inside. I think this is what this case is about, right? If you're dining indoors you do have, there is science that supports that the, um, the infectious rate could be higher. Because okay. if you're outside, it's different than if it is inside. As but, a lawyer, let me tell you, science is who you hire. Right. All right? <laughs> well. There you go. Science is who you hire. Come on. Here, let me tell you this. This is now, here I am putting an opinion out there. I don't care what every scientist in the world says. You cannot tell me where Joe Blow got his COVID-19 infection from. This guy is all over the place. He's at Home Depot, then he's at Walmart, then he's at his home with his family, then he's here, he's wearing his mask the whole time, and then he's outside, then he has to stop by and get gas, and tell me and prove to me where he got his COVID-19 And this from. is the problem with health departments. They won't say, you let's can't. just say Fred Penny got the ailment at, at church, but he, we don't know where he got it. Yeah. They'll say, they, they will not say, they they'll will not say, yeah. well, Fred Penny got his uh, the COVID at church. Even if they knew it for a fact, they won't tell you to protect your privacy. So how does that, the best way they can stop, stop spreading is say, the most common place, like in my community in Northern California, they said, based on our contact tracing, the most common place is in a bar. Yeah, I would say that's so true because people, they're, they, you know, when they imbibe in alcohol, their uh, boundaries become less and less. And, right. you know, it's harder. People are dancing and singing and, you yeah. know, that type wanna, of stuff. Do you want to know what my, my response to that is? Prove it. Yeah, prove it. That would be your response. And I understand that. I get that. And that's, and that's what one of the most outspoken critics of the whole policy in Red Bluff says. Yeah. where yeah, you're getting it, it from. Yeah. Well, don't know. It could be your. It I, could be a little kid that you come in contact with that, that doesn't get it because they're, you know. He's a carry, but not, a carrier, non-symptomatic. Not get, right. You have no, no idea. You, you know who no knows? God. Your phone. God Because knows. you could sign up for the exposure the app and you're voluntarily agreeing <laughs> to give up privacy rights oh, and then no. once you get in contact with someone who's t- had tests then you will find out that you've been in contact yes. with someone who tests and then you have your proof oh this, that's what i want well, i want the more and more <laughs> apps following me around and know what i'm doing well the state it's of california brother. this is this is the state of california's answer to the problem this is emperor newsom's answer i'm sorry uh, gavin newsom's uh, answer to the problem afterward he said well let's just come up with an app because in California, you can solve every problem with an app. Now, does right? the app does the app work at certain restaurants down in Napa area? Uh, yes. N- not at that one. 
Not at the one he goes to. Oh, the, the, all of <laughs> the Not at the French Laundry. Not yeah. the French Laundry? Oh, no. okay. It yeah, doesn't work there. Right. And we are a non-political guy. We are non-political. But it is funny. I don't care what you say. That's funny. You could do all you want. We're non-political. But, dude, when you tell people not to do it, and I don't and care if you you're a Democrat or Republican, <laughs> yeah. and then you go do it, uh, shame on you. Yeah. You know, don't don't give me this that we're non-political because we're not. But that is ridiculous. No matter who you are. Yeah. Okay. True. Thank you, Governor. Very and, true. Uh, you love. He probably listens to Radio Law Talk. I'm sure he says. does. Yeah. So yeah. there was a distinction made in this Los Angeles yes, case between outdoor it. and indoor dining. Right. And for some reason, when it got really really bad. Um, in Los Angeles County with COVID going up. In fact, they're almost the epicenter, I think, right now of, of the COVID in California. Right. And when it got really super bad in in, um, nor, uh, in Los Angeles County, the governor, or not the governor, it was the, the county, the county health, health people. The yeah. county health director. They right. cut everything down, said no more indoor, no more outdoor. Your guys are done. And it impacted all the restaurants. And... What this court said is there is no scientific proof or evidence that people are just as dangerous by COVID outside at outdoor eating establishments than it would be inside. They had science for inside, but they didn't have science for outside. Outside. And so they found that it was arbitrary and capricious, and it could not be done. Even though there's, again, another compelling interest, it is a compelling state interest. A logical person has to say, why are you banning all restaurants instead of saying, this particular restaurant is a hot spot. That one we need to close down because it's a public health danger. Instead of every restaurant out there, how does that work? Right. Or why not just let them still operate outside when it's in the That's air and it's, it, the it, science it, it, is it, better? It just seems, to many people, it just seems like a power grab, whether it is or not. Well, but the courts you know. are jumping around. The yeah. courts, it kind of depends what court you're you're hearing or what right. judge hears it. Right. So this right. judge in L.A. for now says, uh, and I don't have the latest up to date on that and I wish I did and we can maybe try to look the if there's any ruling that has uh, overturned this judges but this was only as of about 8 I days I don't think ago. it's been appealed yeah. yet it's got 60 days after yeah, that it's decision got like to eight appeal or nine days but um, it, look it, it depends kind of where you are what's going on this is all I'm going to say is making lawyers money isn't it Denise Yeah but I have a prediction Sure I have a prediction that all of these cases are going to be inconsistent throughout the country every state I every agree. county yeah. they're going to be inconsistent they're all going to come up to the US Supreme Court around the same time and the US Supreme Court's going to say we're not going to hear it cuz it's moot because covid's gone Over <laughs> Well, we, we can only hope that that's true. We can yeah. only hope yeah. that that's true because yeah. the next round of lawsuits are going to be people who say, I got the vaccine and I got COVID anyway, or I got the vaccine and it made some kind of, did some kind of deleterious harm to my body. I mean, well, that and not the only that, round, that there are, there, uh, there's preparations for class action suits for this, uh, the COVID-19 vaccine. But uh, now I was talking to one of my partners yesterday. We had a partner's meeting. And he studies up on this, and I don't know this, but I, he's bright, so he's probably right. He said the federal government's already, if it hasn't completely enacted it or is in the process of enacting, that uh, they are immune from lawsuits. Right. The uh, the two, Pfizer and... Uh, Madura. Madura, yeah. Will this be one of those things in 20 years we see commercials? If you took the COVID-19 vaccination, a law firm is standing by. Will this yeah, be one of those probably. deals? Probably. That yeah. could yeah. very well be. Oh. You know what I did two years ago? What did you do? Hmm. I invested in Pfizer. 
You did? Oh, good I idea. Did. I wow. just did. I had to choose. I, I said I believe in, you know, these companies that are developing vaccines. But I didn't think about vaccines. I was thinking more about prescription yeah, medicines and stuff. Development. Sure. Right. Yeah. And so I said, ah, Pfizer sounds good. Let's do that. <laughs> Look, Radio Law Talk, you know about cash. No, you're just you bragging. You learn how to invest. <laughs> you learn about the law. You learn about how crazy we are. Look, we're going to have more fun afterwards. We're going to talk a little bit about the U.S. Supreme Court uh overturning a military court's rape case. It's very interesting Mm. what the U.S. uh, Supreme Court said. We'll be back after this. We invite you to stay tuned because as Fred told you, there is more Radio Law Talk coming right up right here on your favorite radio station and, of course, uh, on RadioLawTalk.com. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? 
I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, That's 800-814-5108. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life, majestic and grand. They clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. Is this real life? Is this real life? This is Radio Live. Gotta love that windows. Back to the show here, Fred and yeah, Denise. Yeah. yeah. Give us another. Uh, give us another little kid uh, bumper. Give us those of you in Delaware oh, that have. These are our little kid bumpers, and these are, by the way, these are little kids that that we actually had to pay, uh, and they came in. Well, to the bribe studio. more than pay. Bribe, yeah. yeah. They, it was Toys R Us <laughs> when it was oh, still around. Come and and they uh, they got a bunch of Toys R Us toys to do this. What else? Is that there? is our Madonna. This is a three-year-old little girl. Where's Rodriguez? Where's, where's Fred? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares if I'm gone though. Oh, that's dope. Now listen, that's a three. No, she's four years old there. So let me see it. Hear that again. It's a Boys four. are weird. That's exactly right. Boys are weird. What a great fun we had doing shooting those. Um, uh, you know what? This, let's talk a little bit about uh, the military. So military courts. Those of you who don't know, there's a thing called JAG. JAG is the military. Uh, lawyers and I remember coming out of law school. They say, you know, you go to you, you, you go three ways. You become a lawyer, you become JAG, which is for the military lawyer, or you go off into the private business sector as a lawyer. Believe so it or not, so JAG is a prosecutor in yeah, the military. Uh, the word JAG is basically is a short term for that's what you call the lawyers in the military courts. We call it the JAG. It's just so a, on either side. That's what I mean. Like yeah, the defense. It's, law, I mean. it's like saying you you join the JAG, and I don't know. It's just kind of a. Okay. It's a, and Denise is looking it up, and I don't remember, but we we always call it the JAG, and that's military lawyers that go into the military, and they have their own military courts. We know that, right? And they're different than than the the normal courts. And so what happens is there's certain rules and regulations that they follow, and certain laws. And uh, one of them is that um, there's a five-year statute of limitation on rape that to bring it in the military. If you're raped in the military, uh, then uh, it, there was a five-year statute of limitations. And it's been upheld um, to be 
um, you know, uh, valid, and three individual men were um, convicted of rape <coughs> of, of some individuals. And after that happened, went all the way uh, up, it, it, they appealed it, and the courts, the lower courts held that it was unconstitutional because it was past the five years, um, <coughs> and they were supposed to, and they uh, overthrew their convictions. Well, the United States Supreme Court just came out on December 10th, I believe, around December 10th, and here's the interesting thing. It ruled 8 to 0. That is so rare. It was unanimous, 8 to 0. Judge, advocate, T- that's right. general. Yes. Judge, advocate, general. Thank you, the caller. Thanks for the caller. Thanks. That's yeah. right. And I, yeah. I knew, I just can't remember. So yeah. judge, advocate, that's right, Jack, judge, advocate, general. Yeah. Um, so what, what happens is the individuals uh, were, were going to get off. And, and the uh, U.S. Supreme Court came in and said, no, we're going to uh, say that you can at any time bring a rape conviction uh, in, in the military courts also. There is no five-year statute of limitation. And so that was an 8-0 ruling in the United States Supreme Court. Um, and, and, and that was interesting. What was interesting to me is that it was an 8-0 unanimous uh, panel. Um, so uh, there you go. There's no specific time set for military for uh, rapes or rape convictions. And, and apparently, what I didn't know, and this is... Yeah, uh, so what, is, what had is, happened, like we talked about, when does the legislature step in and change things, right? Right. Well, in 2006, they came in and they um, removed that five-year statute of limitations. Right. And so there was a period of time between 86 and 2006 that the five-year statute limitations applied right and the supreme court said nope when the legislature changed it in the, in 2006 it's retroactive and right. the five-year statute of limitation no longer applies during this during uh, time, time period. Fr- period which is kind of weird I, the retroactive thing always scares me it does me too i don't like that retroactive thing and just in general not with this but in general i don't like the retroactive thing when courts do that i'm like eh, when they change the statutes yeah, up retroactively yeah. yeah and what's interesting here is the statistics i'm going to find that now cnn brings up a statistic and mentions the amount of rapes oh here it is the pentagon's report this is from cnn on sexual assault from 2018 showed a 38% uptick in sexual assault it's uh, in i believe the military one out of 16, this is just coming from the Pentagon and from CNN, one out of 16 women in the military reported being sexually assaulted within the last year. Most are saying between the ages of 17 and 24. And, and the sad thing about that is those are reported cases. Right. That, you know, nobody really has an idea about the unreported cases, and a lot of time... Cases go unreported, especially if it involves, like, a superior officer. Yeah, I know a, a, a very sweet, uh, I'm going to say just a wonderful person that is a woman that has been in the military. And, and I asked her one time, um, you know, she changed her whole Facebook page to a different weird name that was different names, different everything. And I kind of, and then she said, here, you know, she calls me Uncle Fred. You know, change it to, change. Here, here's my new one. And she wouldn't tell me, but it was pretty clear that it was, but she hinted that there were some weirdos in 
the military that she was dealing with. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was an issue. And and I'm not saying that happened with her, but there, there's clearly some issues there. And I'm hey, glad hey, this is this is occurring. Fred, why why was it eight to zero? What do you mean? Why was it eight to zero? Why was it uh, eight it was to zero? It was unanimous, but it was eight to zero, not I, nine to zero. Yeah, you know, know why? Why? Because Amy Coney Barrett wasn't there yet. Oh, that's right. That's right before she went up. That's right. Good, good one. Good, good thought. Another thing that's interesting is Major League Baseball. Okay, so those of you in the pandemic, what's going on in the pandemic, and I've talked to you about this. I've actually done some seminars on this issue, is Major League Baseball is now suing its insurance companies over the billions of dollars it's lost due to the pandemic. Now, here's the argument. What they're saying is, look, we have insurance coverage that says if we lose business due to you know, say this stadium falls down or something occurs, you know, you have to pay us our insurance company. That's why we pay the premiums. Well, in most premium insurance policies, if you look, they have exceptions that it is not, you're not allowed to, there's no coverage if, and I say if, uh, it comes from a virus or uh, some sort of, uh, you know, I don't know what's the word. What's the other word for virus? Uh, do they, the virus bacteria, or a, bacteria, some, some kind of germ thing. all that yeah, germ yeah, thing, some yeah. type of germ thing. Thank you, Cal. Yeah. If it comes from a germ type thing, you're not covered. And there's been a lot of controversy over this because guess what the insurance companies are saying? A lot of them, COVID-19. That's a that's a bacteria or whatever. It's a it's a germ. It's something that is not covered. Well, the argument is on the lawyer's side for the plaintiffs or like the Major League Baseball is. This is not a virus issue. This is not a bacteria issue. This is not a germ issue. You're like, what do you mean? It's an issue of the government shutting you down. You can have a germ or a virus or whatever, and you can still stay open. But it's the government shutdown that caused us to shut down and lose all the money. That's a good not argument. the germ, mm-hmm. not the virus. Because the virus is there, and they can still keep it open. But the government has shut us down. Therefore, it doesn't apply. And there's this this. This this argument's going on back and forth. So basically, somebody's saying you can't sue a germ, and that's pretty a pretty interesting. Uh, you know, can't sue a bacteria. That's pretty well. That's how the lawyers are getting around it, yeah. and, and not even getting around it. But it's not it's just not a COVID nineteen issue. It's a government shutdown issue. That's a matter right. of fact and from so their view. Yeah. I, I remember you have said this many times, um, over and over about how there has to be some kind of a physical loss, right? Right. That's exactly right, and that's an argument and, there too. And what's the argument for that there was a physical loss? Well, of course there's a physical loss because they don't have people showing up. You don't have to have... Reven- revenue. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to have a physical, you know, the, the, the roof falls down. It can be caused by a number of factors. And it depends upon, there's different policies. You have to look at your policy and every policy has to be reviewed. But generally, that's one of the arguments is, oh, it was there, was a, there needs to be a physical loss. But you know what? Uh, they get around it by saying this doesn't it doesn't have there doesn't have to be physical loss you just have to show that the government shut us down and that's not that's not that is not covered under the exceptions and that's where we're uh we're going back and forth and 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 i i you know there's so this is so complicated and again i have actually talked to the world water park association on a huge seminar that i did on this and and that's kind of the long and the short of it there's it goes much deeper than that. We can talk for hours, yeah. but it's boring. But that's interesting how you get around it, right? Yeah, it's absolutely. Not, it's not a virus issue. It is a government shutting us down issue. So when we come back, hour three, we're going to talk a lot more. We're going to talk about uh, some uh, NFL players being sued. And we got another case or no case. Hold on.
One more hour of Radio Law Talk is coming up. Stay tuned. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Dead. Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 7-4-94-90. There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. 800-274-9490. That's 800-274-9490. 800-274-9490.